Hey everyone, Mark and Steve here. Before we get started today, we want to let you know about Dare to Connect, our new online interactive video platform. For less than the cost of a therapy session, you and your spouse get live access to both of us three times a week. Each 30-minute live group support session provides interactive mentoring and healing for addicts, spouses, and couples. If you're loving our podcast and our unique style of bringing you recovery, you're going to love Dare to Connect. To learn more, go to daretoconnectnow.com. We're looking forward to seeing and working with you. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Moore. And I'm Mark Castleman. We know the pain and heartbreak of porn and sex addiction. And we know the triumph of breaking completely free. Every day, we help our clients find hope and healing. Join us in the fight to take back your life, your marriage, and be stronger than ever. This is the PBSC Squared Podcast. Hey, everybody, Mark and Steve, PBSE. Whoa. Hey, today, we got uh, an inquiry from one of our PBSE listeners, and it actually brings up a point that I run into a lot with my clients. Oh, my okay. gosh. I'd have to say it's one of the, oh, potentially firestorm issues with the couple's work that I do. So let me just tell you really quick the scenario, and then I'm gonna, I am going to play a sort of client like husband or wife with this issue. And Steve's, I'm going to, I'm going to bombard Steve as the therapist to say, okay, buddy, I'm going to hit you with this. You tell me your response. We'll wait for the hate mail. This <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, this person, uh, husband is an addict in recovery, uh, pornography addict in recovery. Okay. And wife has suffered a lot of betrayal trauma over the years of their marriage. Uh, you know, a couple of decades of marriage. One of the things that this guy has done since he was a little kid, it was part of his family culture, it was part of what he did with his buddies, is pro professional wrestling. He loves pro wrestling. And he loves both sides of pro wrestling, the men wrestling and the, the women wrestling. Mm -hmm. His wife has come to him and said, I have, I'm really triggered and I have a big issue with you watching women's wrestling. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. And will you please, can you please give it up? And they have gone the rounds with this thing. And he's like, I don't understand. I'm doing all the other things you're asking of me. I'm working my recovery. I haven't looked at porn in 10 months. I'm really trying to work hard. And you want to take away this one thing that I find, you know, you people all tell me I should recharge, renew. I should have recreation. I should have these hobbies. And I have one that's near and dear to me. And you're asking me to give it up. Okay. And, and boy, they are just butting heads on this. And she's asking, should I just give in when it traumatizes me so much? Mm -hmm. And in giving in, am I being codependent in this relationship and just letting him have his way? Should I hold my ground? What if yeah. this becomes the issue that breaks us? And she's like, I don't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> well, before we jump into this, honestly, the kind of core simplicity of this, we'll just throw out the disclaimer that. I know that these situations, we know that these situations can be really complex. Yes, um, indeed. And there's lots of things involved 
So on the one hand, we don't want to simplify it too much, but when the rubber really meets the road, guys, uh, approaching something like this is actually in a very scary way. And with the right skill set, actually, it, it involves some simple questions that we oftentimes dance around. So, yes. Um, so let's let's I guess before we talk about this is we have to do a brief review of something that we've talked about before on this podcast, which is this concept that we call the authentic self. Um, really briefly, there there are whole we do whole retreats on this concept of the authentic self, but I guess the real kind of break quick breakdown is you know the authentic self is best looked at as kind of that those most essential parts of me that that core inner mission statement that moral code uh my my core being traits who I am and who I'm wanting to become right on a core deep level all rolled into one. Yep. And refacet, right? Mentally Makes me who I am. It's part of my core self, my higher where I'm heading. It's where I want to go. Yeah. Where I want yes. to go. This is the true me. This is essential to me at my core. Like I'm not me if I give these things up. Exactly. If, right? if I'm no I, longer me. Yeah, we talk about giving pieces of your your true self away, right? Yes. That's that's what is the authentic me, the essential down to the deep core of me. Yes. Authentic self. Absolutely. Yep. Um, with what we talk about on this program, and again, this is a brief summary, the long and short of it is, is in order for a relationship to really hit its peak of healthiness, whether it's a marriage or, or any other, where, where those function the best and where they have the least, the least lowest glass ceiling, if you will, uh, in terms of how far they can go, are those relationships where we can, we can both retain and develop and grow our authentic selves and where those are mutually compatible with one another. Um, now, lots of things get in the way of mapping the authentic self. Usually it's pride, shame, and trauma um, are, are the three kind of guilty corporates that get in the way of that. Sometimes we will, for example, insist, I know in my recovery world, when I was asked by my wife to do things like just get into counseling or other basics, if I talked to old addict me, if you were to talk to him right now, he'd been like, hell yes, that's part of my authentic self is not opening up about this. And you making me do that or having me do that is not realistic and not fair. Yep. But when I look back, that wasn't actually my authentic self. That was a lot of shame and pride and fear going on. Right. Um, so that's just kind of a quick prelude. So both people, if a relationship is really going to be what we want it to be in this pursuit of connection, both people have to be able to, one, do the hard work to discover that. And it, that is an ongoing, very long journey. Um, but two, uh, then we have to really ask the hard questions to see if these match up. And that kind of is, there's, there's essentially two questions that have to be asked. Well, and, and Steve, I want, so I want to interject there. You, you said something really important. We have to be willing to do the hard work to be able to determine what is my authentic self in the first place. Correct. Cause like you said, back in my deep addiction years, what I thought was my authentic self, I couldn't have been more off base. Yes. Day as I look at that, I'm like, oh my gosh. What I consider to be on my authentic self today and what I thought it was then, wow, you mm -hmm. want to talk about worlds apart? So please, everyone listening, be very careful about being stubborn and being stuck in a place where you believe that you're in touch with your authentic self, but you haven't done the work to really explore what that means and what it is that you might that might be dysfunctional or destructive or come out of a culture or a dysfunctional family system or all kinds of things that create what you think is you, but isn't. The authentic self is never the reactive self is a good way to say that. Never the reactive self. Right. 
rarely match up. So not the ego self. Correct. Yeah. Or the trauma self or any, or the trauma self. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. So kind of coming back to this. So um, if, if that is in fact the case, the first question needs to be asked with something like this wrestling concept. Right. And if I'm meeting with a couple of clients in my office, we're going to cut to the quick on an issue like this real quick. And we're going to go to a place of, you know, and obviously we're going to have to do the work to figure out what that person is. And assuming I can get a client to that point and they are familiar and oriented with that and we start tackling issues like this in future sessions, then that's when we go to this discussion. We say, okay, you know, let's look at what we know about each of your authentic selves. And I, and if it's a couple session, I'll have the wife kind of explain on an authentic level, what is what is necessary about this for you in order to and she will oftentimes, you know, going along with your your example, well, I need it for, I, I need to feel safe in a marriage with whoever I'm married to. And given our history and dynamic of him, you know, with women and et cetera, et cetera, and pornography and other things, um, a bunch of women bouncing around on a wrestling mat, wrestling with each other just does not create safety for me. Um, there's too much of a history there otherwise, right? So we will talk about that. And then I will turn to the partner. So what, and what you've just said, that is her authentic self. Correct. I need to feel safe in a marriage. Right. right? I need to be able to have my husband go in, in the next room and me not wonder what is he, is he engaging in behaviors that draw him closer to me or further apart. I yeah. want, I, I need to be in a relationship where I am increasingly growing a relationship with someone where we are healing to a point where I can be free of that and be able to have trust that he is maintaining fidelity in the ways that I need it. Right. And yep. so that, yeah, it's so authentic. That's authentic. Um, that involves her doing the work too. Right. And not just shutting stuff down to try and control him or anything. This is her doing the work and making sure that it's not coming from a place of, well, he likes this and he hurt me. So I'm going to hurt him back. Right. This is done from a place of, in order for me to still be me in this marriage, I, I, I don't think that I can with this present, right? They're not compatible. So then we will switch to him. And I will say, you know, you've got to really dig down on this. Your wife is sharing something that's authentic and real. And I think we've done the work to figure out that that is in fact real. So now we need to look, look at you and we need to check those things that I just mentioned, that pride, that shame, that trauma, that ego. And let's look at that. And you may not be able to answer that right now, but that's where we need to go next. Couples invest a tremendous amount of energy trying to dance around this question. We go to the drama triangle, which we talk about on here all the time for it. We engage in avoidance to not have to ask it. We, we do all of these different things that are extremely dysfunctional that oftentimes are the cause of the fights and the disagreements that we have in many ways because we don't want to go here. Because asking a question like this means we put the relationship on the line. Because really what this comes down to is at the end of the day, is we're asking the question, is this marriage still compatible? Can these two people still be happy? Can you both be happy in this marriage with these asks that each of you is having authentically? But we don't want to ask those questions because they're scary. It's much easier to get angry and go to drama and, and do all the, and make it about your mother and you're just like your mother-in-law or whatever, where it's much easier to do that than to go to those scary questions. Yeah. And so for, so, in, so in this example of this guy, you know, let's say that he says, well, as I've done all my work and I've looked at this, you know, this whole female wrestling thing, it's just a super crazy important part of who I am. It's at the core of my true authentic self. And I just feel that if I give it up, I'm giving away a big piece of myself. Mm -hmm. And let's say he comes to that conclusion. 
Well, and, and that's the thing is, right, giving up something like that, I'm sure, would be giving up a big piece of himself. What we have to decide, and, and this is where you have to sift, right, is giving that up, is, 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 what the, is the ask uncomfortable or inconvenient, or does it rob me of authenticity because those are not the same thing? Right. Right? Those, those are different. And so this is something you don't just do on the fly, right? This would be something we'd really work through and ask. And let's just say for sake of time, because I know we've just only got a couple minutes left here. If, if for sake of time, that really is authentic for him, that wrestling is just an integral part. Now, I'm going <laughs> to walk him through all the reasons why that's probably not the case for most men. But at the end of the day, if he just decides that that's what it is, then I'm going to look at this couple and it becomes a fairly simple but scary matter of you really have two choices here, right? You can... You, husband A, if that really is a need for you, then you, one of you is going to have to give up pieces of you that aren't going to be healthy to make this work. That's what we're looking at. And so now you have to decide, is that what you want to do with this marriage? Do you, do you want to continue to stay in one where you are going to have to be to some degree unauthentic? And that's not an automatic yes or no, because again, this is where it gets complicated, but that's where we have to ask that question. Now, if the response is, is that that isn't actually authentic for me and it's just something I really enjoy or really prefer or really like and I'm and and but I'm not willing to explore other things right at the end of the day again not to be overly simplistic but actions always speak louder than words and talk is cheap in this process at the end of the day no matter how much a client in my office can spin it to me and come up with the eloquent reasons why he needs the wrestling you know what I'm going to say to him at the end of the day all wordsmithing aside, at the, when the rubber meets the road, women bouncing up and down on a wrestling table is more important than your wife's safety. Mm. It just is. And, and you can spin it any way that you want, but at the end of the day, that's what we're seeing, right? This is, this is not something integral to your happiness. It's something you really like and enjoy and prefer. And granted, it would be a sacrifice to give up. But by your actions, you are saying unconditionally, Right that me giving that up is, is too important to me and, and trumps my wife's safety here. That's what you're saying. Yeah. If you're going to get brutal about it. And, and I, you know, these are things I don't just face these with clients. I have faced these in my own marriage over the, over the years and the decades, because there are things and, you know, habits that I formed over a lifetime, things that I enjoy recreations, different mindsets and approaches to things and it came down to the place where I, I looked at myself and I looked at my wife and I saw what she was asking for in order to feel safe or to feel valued or to feel affirmed. And I had to ask, which one do I want more? Mm-hmm. Which one do I want more? Yeah. And in, in my case, I decided that I was willing to, I kind of call it putting it on the putting it on the marriage, you know, the marriage altar, kind of the sacrificial altar. Am I willing to sacrifice this? Yes. Am I willing to give this away? And can I do so without, without betraying myself, without giving my, my core fundamental self away? Yes. Most of the times that I faced that, the answer was it wasn't giving away my core fundamental self. Yes. If I didn't use me as an example, there was some stubbornness involved there was some, you know, why the hell should I have to give this up? This is ridiculous that you're even asking this. So there was a lot of ego. I mean, there was, 
I'm yeah. just going to be totally upfront. There was. And at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? When it compared to holding on to, to this relationship that I value above all other things, and do I value it above all other things, giving that away for the sake of this? Yeah. Yep. I'm exactly. I know. Like I said, guys, this is nuanced, right? I, the, the, this is a really quick example of, of the end result of the journey. This takes a lot of discussion, oftentimes a lot of therapy to get both people in a position to ask and answer questions like this authentically and real. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's what I mean when I say it is complex in that sense, but it is simple in, 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 in an actual practice place, right? Because, and again, I, I would invite everybody to kind of think about, because if I, if I look back on my relationship and with what I see with clients, it is shocking how much emotional energy we will invest on a subconscious or subliminal level to avoid going to the one place we need to, which is right here, right? We will make it about everything else and we will dodge and we will make excuses or minimize or conceal or deceive because we don't want to face those scary questions like, are we still going to be able to make it? Are we going to come out of this recovery thing on the other side as a couple or not? And for some, it doesn't work out, unfortunately. And that's the, that's the reality. Recovery is a lot of change. Oftentimes, before recovery ever happens, there were a lot of things that were incompatible to get, begin with. And there, is no, there are no guarantees on this journey. But um, in the pursuit for connection, you know, on our, on our weekly subscription or our monthly subscription program, Dare to Connect, where we tackle issues like this three times a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and get really interactive, look at what, we turn, look at what we've named it. it. It is a daring process, right? It's getting bold and, and ask yourself, you know, all this stuff aside, when the rubber meets the road, what's the hard question here and where and how do I start going there? So we and know this is hard, but um, and what we can tell all of you from our perspective and so many clients we've worked with, those willing to dare to go through this process, I can tell you that when you get to the other side of it, it is absolutely worth it. Absolutely. You can't begin to imagine, wow, yeah, I thought I was giving up something really important to me and it was really annoying and frustrating, but I did it. Oh, am I glad that I did. Yes. Now standing on this side, looking back, I I can't believe that I was even questioning whether it was worth it. You know, should I I hold on to this? Should I hold on to her? Now it's like, are you kidding me? Hold on to her. (laughs) Right. But it's a big journey to get there. And so we just encourage all of you to, man, stay in the process. Um, you know, keep continuing to dare to start to look at these hard issues, get the help, the outside help and support that you need to do so. Don't do this alone. These Don't are complex issues. You know, come over and join us at uh, Dare to Connect. You know, now we we tackle this stuff every week. Love to see you over there. But I hope this has been helpful. And there you go. Let's move. Let's move the needle forward, guys, whatever that means. You know, yep. let's not get let's not get mired. Let's not get stuck. Yep. So, okay, take care. All right, everybody. See you next time. Bye bye. Everything expressed on the PBSC podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the participants and is for informational and educational purposes only. This podcast should not be considered mental health therapy or as a substitute thereof. It is strongly recommended that you seek out the clinical guidance of an individual qualified mental health professional. If you're experiencing thoughts of suicide, self-harm, or a desire to harm others, please dial 911 or go to your nearest emergency room.